This is Roy Shaw from Roy and Rescue. I received your email in regards to the terrible loss of your dear husband through cardiac arrest, and my heart goes out to you for your loss. Um, that words can't express, there just aren't any. Um, the adequate comfort during times of loss like this. Um, I'd like to quickly try to address the several things that you had mentioned to me in regards to um, how you responded to your husband's cardiac arrest as well as um, questions about whether or not you could have prevented this or there was anything that he could have done to prevent this. Um, I'll talk about the preventative stuff first. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how it works. I, I'm assuming that you're in Canada because of your email address and I'm not sure what the protocol is for autopsies after death um, in Canada. Um, and I don't know how long ago this occurred, um, but it would depend on your medical control. It would depend on the circumstances as to whether or not an autopsy was done. Um, and I can't really speak to that at this point, but an autopsy, it can sometimes be comforting to the family because it can explain to them the severity of the disease process or the illness or the injury that led up to the sudden death of a loved one. Um, at the same time, there are sometimes situations that do not need to be autopsied to come to the conclusion, and, and this may or may not have been the case. Um, though everything that we do in life can potentially affect our longevity, how we eat, how we exercise, how we manage our stress, how we manage our illnesses, how we manage our lifestyles. Um, there's an awful lot of things in life we can't control. Um, it, it's unfair to yourself, I think, to try to hyperanalyze what you could have done differently that day that may or may not have prevented the cardiac arrest your husband suffered from. Um, you know, there's so much that goes into how an individual deals with their own feelings inside when they're suffering from cardiac um, disease or, or, or problems that it's very difficult to try to post-analyze something like that. Um, many times people may not even um, express that they're having any kinds of cardiac conditions. They may not be expressing that they're having discomfort. In some cases, they may not want to tell anybody. In some cases, they don't even know what they're feeling, and therefore they can't really express it. So um, I just had a, a good friend of mine, in fact, have um, a heart attack and was in complete denial um, that they were having chest pains uh, that should be uh, handled by emergency medical service or the hospital. So certainly that's something that is common and I, I just really want to try to encourage you to not blame yourself for either not recognizing signs and symptoms or not catching on to things. Um, there's so many things in life that we may or may not do that may or may not apply to a person's health that it, it's just very difficult to look backwards and say, I, if I would have only done this, 
it would have been different. And it, it's just too too much to do to put on yourself. So my hopes are that you can not do that and that you you can be at peace knowing that um, you know when you have something that's that severe, sometimes depending on what caused it, uh, plaque breaking off in a vessel, a blood clot formation, we call a DVT or a deep vein thrombosis that may have been lodged somewhere that, that finally let loose and occluded um, an artery, a, a vital artery, um, a pulmonary embolism, um, an aneurysm. And there's just so many things that can cause that kind of sudden cardiac arrest um, that in certain cases, no matter how much CPR, how well we do CPR, if the injury or the illness is so severe, there isn't anything that a cardiologist could do that would change the outcome. But the one thing that I, I want to say, and I don't really want to um, spend any more time not saying this, is that you did everything you could do for your husband at that time. And the fact that you are a, a, a family member, a loved one, if you weren't sure what to do, or you were panicked, or there was fear, or that you were um, having a hard time with anything, um, that is absolutely normal. It is the reason why paramedics are not called to go to their own homes when their own home called 911. It's why surgeons do not operate on their own loved ones. Um, family members and loved ones are having the worst thing in the world happen to them at the time. And anytime I hear about someone struggling to know what to do, I never ever think, well, you should have known what to do. I mean, it's psychogenic shock, psychosomatic shock. And if you knew what to do, well, then thanks be to God. But if you didn't know what to do, you should not blame yourself for that. Um, but you did start CPR, it sounds like. You called 911, which is fantastic. And you bought the most amount of time possible for your husband to survive this serious cardiac event. It doesn't mean that he was going to survive it, sadly. But what you did with your CPR and what you did by calling 911 is that if it was not his day to die, you gave him every opportunity to survive the event. And that is wonderful. It doesn't take away the pain and it doesn't answer the questions, why did it happen in the first place? But I can tell you that as a spouse, you were the best partner to your husband. You were there and you, by the sounds of what you told me, you did everything that you could to try to save his life. And what you did was exactly what any trained professional would have done. Um, I pray that you receive some form of peace from this and if you have any further detailed questions, please feel free to email me. Um, but I wanted to at least get this out to you. I hope it helps somehow. Um, peace be with you, and may God bless you. Bye-bye.